0: Welcome to Failure
1: is Progress presented by Sweat Factory CrossFit. I am Coach Frankie Ortega. And I am Coach Keith Barber. Join us today as we discuss everything going on inside the CrossFit space and more importantly, what new and exciting things are happening in our Sweat Factory CrossFit gyms.
0: As always, thank you to all of our listeners. We appreciate the support and truly enjoy the feedback we've been receiving from all of you.
1: Please reach out through our DMs on Instagram, if you aren't already following us, please do so at Failure Is Progress, all lowercase. And now on to today's episode.
0: All right, all right, we are back. Episode twenty-two. Keith Barber, level three certified. Man, I'm so jealous that you're certified. <laughs> I am jealous that you're certified. A lot of people don't know that uh, level one, level two are not certified coaches. Level three and level four, level four are certified coaches. So I'm working on my own certified
1: trainer and then certified coach is level four.
0: But no, I think I just have a certificate. I'm not a certified trainer.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So level three is certified trainer and then level four is certified coach. Oh. Um, But yeah, level one and level two have a uh, certificate, like a level one certificate. Mm -hmm. And then you are certified at level three. But I mean... Honestly, I've I've seen level one coaches that coach better than some level threes. I've seen some level threes that are the best coaches in the world, you know. Well, hold on. Hold on. See, You've seen level ones that coach better. That kind of like. Oh, yeah.
0: That blows me away. I could understand coaching better than level two, but there's a lot more that goes into being a level three.
1: Yeah. Um There is a wide range of knowledge um, that you're going to need to be able to pass the level three exam. And there are some coaches out there that are like me, you know, they're they're just ready to soak up all the knowledge. But they haven't taken the next steps or they have been um, like shunned away from taking the next steps. Like I had a a good friend and mentor of mine tell me that I didn't need my level two. He was like, why would you take that? You don't need that. Um, and it wasn't until I took the level two that I didn't realize how much I needed it. (laughs) Um, but it could be a situation like that, where they just have their level one and they're just like growing their knowledge and they're studying the manual and they just like, they know CrossFit better than anybody around them. They just haven't taken the steps to take the, the, uh, next certification.
0: That's interesting, man. That's really interesting. Yeah, I didn't mean to get off topic there, but oh no, no! Yeah, so starting over, back with Keith Barber, level three certified <laughs> trainer, <laughs> and I'm Frankie Ortega. Welcome, guys, to the episode. Frankie
1: Ortega, yeah. the GM. It, it's it's, the just, Frankie. it's just Frankie, Papi Chulo. <laughs> um, you can't gas me up and then I not gas you up. Come oh, on, come man. on, man! All right, Silver all right. Silver Fox. So Silver <laughs> Fox. I got got a little bit to go. I got to get a little more
0: gray there. All right. What are we talking about today, man? Um, I think I've had this kind of in the back of my mind, right? We've talked about training um, in different aspects and and we've also had a, a good conversation on mindset. But I think that something that we haven't specifically tackled is the specific mindset you need when you're a scaled athlete or when you're scaling, right? Um, there's a lot of people, and I would say most of our athletes come to the gym and they kind of feel like they have a chip on their shoulder. They feel like, well, oh, you know, I got I to gotta see the person to my left and right. I want to be able to hang with them, right? They've got two 10s on their bar. I got to put two 10s on my bar. They've got two 45s on their bar. I got to put two 45s on my bar, right? And I clearly remember one of the things that Jen first told me when I started CrossFit was if you can check your ego at the door you will always be you know in the right headspace to progress and to then to get better and to be the best version of yourself. And I took that to heart because I'm someone who has very little ego um and you know to a certain to a certain regard it almost kind of hurts me, right? There's there's times when maybe I could go heavier and I choose to go lighter because I want to take care of myself. I want to make sure that I'm, you know, working out for longevity Mm -hmm. versus trying to work out to keep up with someone else. You know, for me, it's a hundred percent always been me versus me, except for when I was training to, to do that competition with you (laughs) and Jake, (laughs) that was a little different, but let's talk a little bit about that. You know, in, in your opinion, What kind of advice would you give an athlete who knows they should be scaling, but struggles to accept it and just take some weight off the bar?
1: Um, So in the moment, like if I'm in a class coaching and I see somebody putting weight on that they probably shouldn't be using, um, I mean, we have... Not a whole lot of time, especially if they're in the middle of the Metcon. So I'd probably be something quick like, hey, we're going to take this down a little bit so you can sustain your effort. Boom, we take the weight off. But if it's a conversation that we're having before class um, and they're like, hey, coach, what weight should I use? I would probably answer their question with a question, even knowing how annoying that is. I would still do it. Um, (laughs) A little jeopardy. Yeah, Uh, I would probably ask them. What is the most effective way for you to get better? Um, I feel like sometimes we get caught up in the competition of CrossFit and we forget that for you to get better at competing, you need to train something. You need to practice something. You need to challenge yourselves in different ways that aren't competitively driven for you to get better. It's kind of that concept of taking one step back so you can take five steps forwards. Um, So that's kind of the road that I would take is like, hey, like what's which weight is actually going to challenge you to to where is you're hitting the the stimulus? And if they're like, well, I don't really know what any of those words mean. Then i would be like, okay, (laughs) put it to you like this. Today's workout, the goal is for you to get seven rounds. What weight do you think you can get seven rounds in this workout with? And if they're like, well, 115 seems like it's going to be a little bit too light. I might get nine rounds. I might get 10 rounds. Okay. How about 135? Well, That's going to be way too heavy. That I might get four, maybe five. Okay. There's a lot of numbers in between 115 and 135. We can go 120. We can go 125. We can go 130. We can figure out where you need to be for today to make sure you're hitting that stimulus and actually getting better so that you can compete at a higher level tomorrow. Not literally tomorrow, but. So I
0: appreciate that answer. Maybe I didn't propose the question properly, but I'll give you an example. I'll have an athlete come into class and add weight on the bar that they shouldn't be using. And I will propose to them, hey, listen, I suggest you take that weight off. Let's work on your technique. Once I can make sure that you're properly doing the technique, then we'll think about adding some weight. And their response is, no, I can lift this weight, right? Mm -hmm. And I tell them, I'm not saying you can't lift it. I'm saying you shouldn't. My preference as your coach and, and what I suggest you do is remove the weight and work on your technique. And their response is, but I can lift this weight. Right. So my original question was, and maybe I should rephrase it to the coach's mindset versus the athlete's mindset. How do we explain to someone how important it is for them to be okay with not seeing big hoops on the ends of their barbell Mm -hmm. in order to learn something the proper way? Right. Because they may be new or maybe even three or four months in and they're like, oh yeah, I I can do this. Right. Um, I'll give you another example. I had an athlete the other day who I I think she's killing it. She's doing great. I'm not going to say her name. She knows who she is, but she came up to me. She's like, check it out. I did a black level today. I did black in today's workout. And I was like, that's awesome. I'm super proud of you. Did you get better? Did you get stronger? Did you get fitter? What was the purpose aside from trying to build yourself up, right? Because maybe you sacrificed some technique. Maybe you sacrificed some health because you did something that could have hurt you, you know? Um, So like, I don't know if it's an athlete thing or a coach's thing that, that we should talk about, right? But how do we break through to the mindset side of that where, hey, listen, it's okay you don't have to do a black level workout to consider yourself good enough you don't have to do what everybody else is doing to consider yourself good enough it is you versus you how do we break that to somebody without them like going against us yeah um
1: there's a ton of context with that um but I think the overarching theme there would be, one, we have to make sure that our athletes know that your value in this workout isn't coming from what level you're doing or how much weight is on the bar or whoever's next to you. Yes, we are putting you in a competitive environment, but just because you feel like you can't stack up to the rest of the field of competitors, does not make you less than the rest of the field we're all the same at the end of the day weights are weights we're all getting stronger we're all getting fitter um, and different coaches do that in different ways right like <coughs> excuse me um, you and Jen are really good at tapping into that that personal side of people making them feel um, the 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 quote unquote little wins. Yeah. You make them feel so much bigger than they actually are. And and you really express that to people. You know what I mean? Like when you see somebody like you just said crushing it, like you let them know that they're crushing it regardless of how they felt about it in the moment. You know what I mean? Like right. those those smaller things that most people would be like, oh, that was kind of cool. You make them feel like that was the best thing anybody's ever done. You know, so just. Helping them realize that the fact that I got better today is what we're going for, not the weight on the bar, not the finishing time, not the person next to me that had those big round plates on. It was the fact that I showed up, I did my best, I got the results.
0: Yeah, and I think, I think what you just said is like the key there, right? The fact that I got better today. Like if we go in, that's the question we should be able to answer. Did I get better today? you know, uh, um, I, I've had numerous athletes in my gym where I tell them, listen, if you cannot squat past parallel, if you can't get your hips below your knees, there's no reason for you to have weight on a barbell. I would rather you work on getting that elasticity back in your muscles and getting that, that full depth of squat before you start adding weight. And, Sometimes they'll just keep the weight on the bar and not listen. That's them, right. right? But I've had a few people who took me up on that and decided to work on getting lower. And all of a sudden, they're like, man, nobody's ever explained it to me. that Like, I actually feel all the way at the bottom different than when I normally squat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because you, you've, you're you missing out on whatever, 10, 12, 15 inches of travel, <laughs> you know, and and it makes sense why a lot of people can't full depth squat, right? We only sit to a chair or we only sit to a couch or we only sit in our car. So our legs aren't accustomed to getting to that depth anymore. Right. But using Jessica, my wife, as an example, right, she couldn't do a full depth squat when she first came in and now she can squat lower than me. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell happened? Right. And it was just practice. And I, and she said, what do I do? And I said, just come in before every class, Hold on to the rig and walk yourself down the rig until you get as low as you can. And if you just do that for, you know, 10 reps three times before every class, every single class. And she comes in, probably doesn't anymore, but she did when she first started. She would come into every class and take that serious because for her, she knew that she wanted to get to full depth. She didn't want to be in pain from trying to to get into that full depth. So now she's got a full depth squat. Sure. She's got a she's got a great front squat you know she didn't have that before she can get wall balls now because of that full depth squat you know she right. has that much more um vertical I was gonna say thrust <laughs> but yeah yeah she she has that much more uh vertical velocity to to <laughs> yeah. shoot the ball up to the to the target so it's like You know these things are important and and for a lot of us we we have a hard time getting out of our own way so to speak you know um and and it's okay uh like i don't want anyone to feel inferior i don't want anyone at any of our gyms to feel inferior this is it's not we're not trying to strip you of any of your gains that you've got or or anything you know but even some of the athletes i would say especially some of the athletes who do black level workouts on a daily basis. I'll tell them specifically like on Wednesday. Hey guys, if it's been rough the first couple of days of the week, today's not a bad day to drop it down, you know, a little bit and just take care of yourself. Make it to Friday without any pain, yeah. you know? And they'll, and you'll see them walk into the gym and you're like, what's going on, man? Having a great week, you know, just in pain. Okay, cool. You're going to go black again today, right? Yep. hundred <laughs> percent. So it's like yeah. trying to get, people to understand or, or to buy into that idea that it's okay to scale it, you know, take care of yourself. Um, you know, cause you've coached me enough where I, I don't mind scaling at all. I'll do a blue level, I'll do a purple level, and then the next day I'll do an orange level. It right. doesn't matter to me, you know, as long as I'm taking care of myself. Right. I have to. I have to take care of my gym, I have to do my other job, I have to take care of my children, you know, I have to do homework. If I can't do homework with my child because I'm in so much pain, it doesn't really help out. So
1: those things are important, man. Um, I think it goes back to um, your your favorite word, the the intention, right? Like, I think when we sign up for a gym membership, any gym membership, not just at CrossFit, we we have that dedicated intention when we first sign up. But once we get into the routine, you kind of lose focus on what that original intention was and i think as coaches we probably should be reminding our athletes a little bit more about what that original intention was and that would help them be more comfortable with scaling um i think the the psychological the psychology psychologically the psychology (laughs) of uh (laughs) of scaling is just a a um, distraction from what your original focus was. Like if you signed up for for CrossFit because you just wanted to get fit, or in Jessica's case, you wanted to restore some function, and then you get to a point where you hit that that um, uh, that goal, you restored your function. She has a, her full depth squat now reassess those goals. You know what I mean? Get something else to focus on because if you just are just like, okay, I hit my goals. I don't want to stop because I know that this is healthy for me. This is good for me and I enjoy it. Then I'm just going to keep doing it. But then you come in and you're just like, well, I guess I'm just going to do what everybody else does. So if everybody else is doing black, then I guess I have to do black.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I think that's a really good point too. Right. Um, we, we have a specific programming level method programming which does a really good job of providing those scales for us and it's really a tool more than anything else i I actually really like it because of the variety of options it gives our athletes and we can have three athletes in the class or we could have 20. if they've all been through our foundations or they've all been with us for you know five six months they understand where they're at, not only can they see what their scaling options are, but they can make informed decisions, right? If you go into a a CrossFit gym that follows, let's say CAP, which is CrossFit's affiliate programming, I may be wrong about this, but I believe they only show you this the RX version of the workout.
1: Well they do have two other levels there, but we have seven. So <laughs> they right. also that you know yeah. So it's like
0: you know, let's just let's just use uh 135 as, as an example, 135 and 115 for the ladies. Is that is that the normal uh, or 135, 135, 95, 95, yeah. right? So let's just say we're doing a workout and it's 135, 95 uh, power cleans. You know, you may come in and have an option of 115. If you're going down to brown, you may have, uh, let's say, 95 for the men going to purple and then 75 if you're going to orange right that's four different scales that you have pick the smart one you know if you know that you can't do i'll use grace for an example i think it's 30 right yep so if you can't do 135 pounds for 30 in a reasonable any any, i'm not gonna say any but most of the guys at our gyms could probably do that within 15 minutes but now you're talking about trying to do it in sub six minutes, right? Be be smart about it. You know, don't don't go as hard as you possibly can because you still have Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. Yeah. You know, so yeah. For for me, it's it's a lot about ego. It's a lot about mindset and and looking at yourself in the mirror and being proud of what you're doing. Right. Uh, I'm never gonna come into the gym and. You know, um, I'll use Adam as an example from our 4 PM over at Afterburn. Adam's an incredible athlete. He is so humble, and I'll, I'll look at him sometimes and be like, Adam, today might be one of those days where you want to rethink it. And I can see him kind of scratch his head. And what he started to do, which I'm proud of him for, he'll he'll add, he'll like build the weight versus mm. just going with like 135, for example, instead of just going with a couple 45s. He might throw a couple twenty fives and some tens on there to build it, so that if halfway through the workout it gets a little tough, he can just kind of knocks them off. But um, you know, you don't you don't have to do, you don't have to go red line every single day. No. you know, yesterday's workout, which was kettlebell grace. No. um, I did it with the fifty three pound kettlebell. I didn't do doubles. And today I'm probably going to do like a yellow level workout you know? <laughs> because it, it yeah. even though it was a very short workout, it, it was taxing. You know, um, for me personally, it, it doesn't the, the risk reward factor isn't there for me to just go and demolish myself in today's workout, mm. you know. Um, yeah, so, yeah, no way I was doing
1: 60 reps. So um, I went with two kettlebells at 53 because 30 reps sounds way better than 60. <laughs> Oh, that's actually, I didn't realize it was 30 reps. Yeah, so if you did uh, two kettlebells, it was half of the, the amount of reps.
0: Oh, that's pretty smart.
1: I did 50 reps,
0: yeah. and I did uh, 15, 15, 10, 10. I nice. felt like that was a good strategy, but... um Funny thing is I've been wanting to do Grace for a while. Yeah. And I haven't had a chance to actually do Grace. Now I got a taste for it. Yeah. But now I want to do it with a barbell and see yeah. and see where I actually like that workout. Um I think I think of all the girl workouts or all the ladies' workouts, that's my favorite one.
1: It just seems so strange. <laughs> the one you've never done is your favorite one? <laughs> well, you know,
0: <laughs> looking at it on paper, there's so many of them, right? Yeah. Um you know, Fran is one of those that I just Ew. I never want to do because of my lack of front rack mobility. right? Mm, yeah. Aside from that, I don't mind doing 2150. That's actually really fast. Get it over with, right? Yeah, but it hurts so much. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, what, what's the other one with the, is it Annie with the handstand pushups? Uh, Diane. Diane, yeah. I, I don't want to do that one. I can't get through that one. That's a tough one. I'd rather
1: do that than, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what is it, 2159? 2159, handstand push-ups and deadlifts, or deadlifts and handstand push-ups. Yeah, I think the, the deadlifts are first. Yeah. Yeah, see, I, I love deadlifts, but man, 21
0: handstand push-ups. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I'll scale the hell out of that one any day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are kind of my jam.
0: Yeah, man. So um let's switch topics to something else. Um let's talk about when
1: you should scale up. Right. That's actually what I was going to ask you um, when you were talking about ego, because I think a lot of people hear that leave your ego at the door and they only think about ego as in like doing too much or um, going too heavy. They never think about it in the opposite way where you're like, actually belittling yourself with your ego like saying that oh i can't do that because so and so has that on their bar so there's no way that i could do it Um, and i think that defeats
0: a lot of our athletes as well um you know that's a situation where it's less about ego and i guess more about fear right or or is it maybe a lack of confidence
1: yeah so i i definitely think it's a lack of confidence for sure but i think your ego is definitely feeding into that (laughs) excuse me um because ego isn't a one one side scale right you know it goes up and it also goes down just just as far as it can go up um so ego can make you arrogant or it can drive a ton of self-doubt as well um and i think that's the part that people miss is that that's still that's still your ego talking that that when your coach says, "Hey, I think we can throw a little bit more weight on that bar." And you're like, uh, "I don't know." So and so over there doesn't have that weight on their bar. And she's yeah. like, "Well, I think that's just your ego telling you that you're not good enough." You know?
0: Yeah. And you are good enough. Damn it. Damn it. I actually have a <laughs> I have an athlete who surprises me every day. Um, it's almost like a I can't pinpoint what's going on. He's. He's got the least amount of, of uh, arrogance mm-hmm. that I've seen in an athlete. He's so humble, but he's so strong. He regularly has to scale past black. At one point, he asked me if we could put the red level workouts on the on the um, level method board. And I was like, does he really think he's that strong? <laughs> and then I watched him work out a couple of times and I'm like,
1: Damn, he is strong. that
0: strong. And then yeah. I'm like, dude, I can't wait for the for you to sign up for the CrossFit games. And he's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second, you're this strong. You have this much in the tank and you don't want to. He's like, I don't care. I'm just, I just like doing this for fun. It's like, oh my God, how many people are out there like that, Damn. right? That can go that hard that long every single day because he doesn't miss a day. Sometimes he does. Two days,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he just doesn't want to compete. He for him this is nothing to do with competition. Has nothing to do with bragging, right? Like he's just he just did it for fun. Yeah. It's like man, and and again, like Coach Lewis, who who coaches him a lot over at Afterburn, does a really good job of scaling everything up for him. You know, if there's if there's a, a chest of bar pull-ups in the workout in the black level, he might make him do bar muscle ups, Mm. as opposed he might drop the the reps a few and say, you do bar muscle ups today. And and he gets through it and he usually finishes before everybody. (laughs) It's impressive. impressive. But going back to the mindset part of it, it's like, wow, he's so humble yet so strong. He is scaling appropriately, you know, And, and clearly he takes care of himself. He's got the right attitude. And in that case, Putting more weight on the bar is the appropriate thing to do. Yeah. I I haven't experienced another athlete like that. It's a rare case. Yeah. but yeah, man. Um, all right. Any any announcements we got going on
1: this week? Um, do we have anything coming up?
0: Man, I mean, just a this little thing called the Open, um, which we've talked about for a few weeks. Oh,
1: true, 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 true. We
0: have uh, we have announced captains at each of the gyms and towards the end of this week we should have uh, we should have all of the teams selected that's going to be exciting um i think our lrx orders have come in which is also pretty dope um i think i'm going to wear mine today cuz they're just too too fire <laughs> they they're are too nice. fire those miami they colors got nice. me yeah um yeah and if anybody wants to get some of those i think we ordered a few extras so get them while they last Uh, What else we got going on? We do have Festivus coming up in April. April, yeah. Uh, This one, I think, is for singles. So that's going to be exciting over at the Claremont location. If you haven't looked into that, I think the
1: wads are already released and everything, so you can take a look at what kind of torture you're in for. I mean, fun. You don't have to be single, uh, but we do have individuals as well as teams of three, I believe. Okay. Yeah.
0: You don't. You don't have um, but, to be single. You can. No, you don't have to be single.
1: <laughs> um, but if you are, definitely, you know, get a T-shirt with your number on it to let everybody know that they can hit you up. Um, <laughs> let us know what your profile is. We can stalk you on Instagram. Oh. It's <laughs> getting, getting weird. It's getting weird. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to edit that part out. <laughs> I think I'm going to leave that one in. Um. Yeah, I don't think we have any other announcements Festivus in April Open shirts are in So get them while they are hot I mean, you already paid for them So you might as well pick them up <laughs> Um. Yeah, I think that's it man. I think that's it I wanted to thank everybody that came to the gymnastics clinic last weekend That was so much fun Um, You guys really showed up I was not expecting that many people uh, So thank you guys for all the love and support I really appreciate that Uh, If you guys have questions about gymnastics or any movements, really, you guys can always send them to us. Instagram handle is failure is progress, all lowercase. So definitely hit up the DMs. Um, Let us know what's going on. Love it, brother. I love it. All right. That does it for this episode 22.
0: Yes, sir. All right. See you guys in the next one. Take care.